0: Hello and welcome, everyone, to the Bring the Sting podcast. As always, this is your host, Evan Birchmore, coming at you on Monday, September the 26th, 2022, as we sit just 23 days away from Charlotte Hornets basketball, guys. And I cannot be more excited. I know all of you are excited as well. It feels like fall outside in the beautiful city of Charlotte, North Carolina. And Hornets basketball is right around the corner, guys. We have preseason basketball tipping off. This week, Sunday, the first preseason game with the Hornets. I cannot be more excited. And the season is going to be here before you know it, guys. And with that said, let's continue our player preview series on today's episode. We'll be talking about Mark Williams, the rookie center out of Duke, taking a look at his college years and projecting what he'll be able to provide to the Hornets this season. Before we get into that, guys, the jersey number countdown continues. Number 23 has been worn In Hornets history by Tom Tolbert, Terry Dozier, Michael Adams, Derek Anderson, Jason Richardson, Stephen Graham, and currently is worn by Kai Jones. Guys, the number 23, of course, and Kai Jones could be a guy who you see 23 on the floor more than you did last season in Charlotte this year. He's a guy I'm pretty high on as well. We'll touch on him in his preview episode as well. But with that said, let's go ahead and dive in, guys, on Mark Williams. Take a look at what we can expect Again, from the rookie big man this season, coming out of Duke, obviously your 15th pick in the draft, a guy who was pretty widely believed to be a target for the Hornets, right? When you just look at where you expected him to fall in the draft, where you were selecting in the draft, and the needs that you had. And there's always the debates of best player available versus drafting for need. Now, generally, I believe in best player available and figure everything out figure everything else out later on right we see teams get in trouble when they reach for guys who who fill a need and with that said though could mark williams fill both of those roles was he the best player on the board and at the same time simultaneously filling the glaring need you had at center now of course we all know what happened on draft night you do get Jalen duran the center from memphis who was believed to have been the better prospect pretty widely regarded as the the better prospect than Mark Williams, right? And you get him at 13 and trade him to the Pistons. And Jalen Duran, a guy who I did not think he would be on the board at 13. I don't think most people thought he would be on the board at 13. So to see him slip to you, you take him and then trade him, and you get Mark Williams, I think those two will always be attached throughout their careers now. For fair, fair or unfair, Jalen Duren and Mark Williams I think has the potential to be a really interesting storyline through their individual careers and kind of spark some, uh, maybe a little bit of a rivalry, dare I say between the Pistons and the Hornets, Jalen Duran and Mark Williams guys. But with that said, you get your guy, the Duke product there at 15 in Mark Williams, a season ago at Duke played in 39 games, averaged 24 minutes a night, put up 11 points, three block, 2.8 blocks. Technically Uh, 7.4 rebounds, one assist, shot 73% from the foul line, 72% overall from the floor. Uh, Does not stretch the floor, doesn't take threes at all, Uh, but maybe that's an area he can improve upon as well. Did average half of a steal per game as well, in addition to, again, the 11.2 points per game, guys. And on the way to that, won ACC Defensive Player of the Year honors for the year 2022 and was named to the ACC All-Defensive Team. He was also third-team All-ACC, guys. So this guy, when you talk about a kind of a traditional defensive anchor center, he's he's it. He, he, that's what he is. Now, he is a guy, and we'll touch on this later, played a lot of drop coverage at Duke and, and really was around the rim a lot. So how is he as far as defending in space, defending on the perimeter, That has yet to be seen. Does have good bloodlines, guys. His sister, Elizabeth Williams, played basketball at Duke and was a fourth overall selection in the WNBA draft back in 2015. So he's got an older sibling who's at the professional level as well in the WNBA. And he's a guy, what are expectations? What are expectations for him and what is he able to do in his rookie season? Now, I've gone on record to say, guys, I am not expecting him to be your starting center very early at all maybe at some point he takes that baton from mason plumley right hopefully at some point this season but it's not going to be opening night guys rookies do not start their first game in charlotte it's just not a thing that happens if Lamelo ball did not start in his first game as a rookie mark williams is not going to start in his first game as a rookie but what does he do with the minutes he's on the floor how is he able to capitalize in those minutes and prove that he deserves more minutes right I go back to this. LaMelo Ball, when he got his chance, he basically took the decision out of the coaching staff's hands. He was so good that you had to leave him in. You had to make him a starter. And that's perhaps not a fair expectation of Mark Williams, right? Not a third overall selection. But but perform well enough in your minutes that it makes it an easier decision, right? That it's not a, a debate or a question of, oh, well, he's young, he's still got to grow. Obviously, he's going to continue to get better over the course of time. But how you use those minutes early on is going to lead to more minutes down the road, guys. So that's what I'm looking for out of Mark Williams as well. And he did some good things at the summer league level. Again, his first real taste of, obviously, the competition's a bit more difficult in the regular season, but playing against professional-level talent, right? Guys, in five games out in Las Vegas, played about 19 minutes a night, put up basically 6.8 points per game, uh, did grab a good amount of rebounds as well out in Vegas. He averaged two offensive rebounds per game, which is pretty good. 7.4 rebounds overall, guys, as well. So he's a guy who's going to rebound the ball. He's going to score in the post and defend. He can perhaps become a pick-and-roll match with LaMelo Ball. That's a role that Montrez Harrell really filled nicely last year. And this is a guy who, in many ways, I think his his ceiling in the NBA will def- be defined by his defense more than anything. Yes, he can score. Yes, that's good. But I kind of see him. I don't want to draw a, an apples-to-apples apples comparison here because that's not fair. But if you watch the Phoenix Suns, a guy in DeAndre Ayton, who is more of a traditional center, doesn't really shoot threes, operates mostly in the post, is pretty much a definitive third guy on that team behind Booker and Chris Paul. That can be what Mark Williams is in Charlotte. In my opinion, play good defense, get the open dunks, run the floor, run the pick and roll and make some stuff from the mid range. Right? So that leads me into this guys, the area for most improvement for Mark Williams, both offense and defense. To me, it's this expanding his game. And I'm not saying he has to become a three point shooter. If anything, I I would rather him just focus on his strengths and develop that post game, you know, good footwork. What are his moves around the basket? Right. But can he at least make a shot from 10 to 12 feet, a set jump shot, right? Like get consistent with that. He's got a good free throw percentage. To me, he's more than capable of, of being a decent, you know, mid range shooter in the NBA, right? Like just pick and pop type stuff on offense. And then defending in space on defense, as I mentioned, a lot of drop coverage at Duke. How is he defending in space? Obviously, he'll be a rim protector at the NBA level, but we're not going to expect him to switch out on the perimeter like a P.J. Washington is able to do. But when it's a fast break or when he has to step outside of the lane, outside of the restricted area, guys, what can he do in space? He's very long, very tall. How does he defend in space? Can he defend you know, beyond the basket maybe more than we've – been able to see to this point in his career obviously still at the collegiate level maybe wasn't asked to do that very often but to me that's going to elevate his ceiling even more and again not a guy who i even want defending the perimeter i don't want him shooting a whole lot of threes if any but kind of that mid-range area right guys the mid-range is kind of a lost art right in today's nba but is he able to master that can he improve on that that's what i'm looking for out of Mark Williams, and it leads me into season will be successful if for Mark Williams, if he can just be a rotational piece on this team at the end of the season, guys. And I say that to say this last year, you had Mason Plumley running the five as your starting five, you had PJ Washington running small ball five, you had Nick Richards get some minutes, Montrez Harrell, who's no longer here, get some minutes. And to say this, that reinforcements are necessary, I think may be an understatement, but it's not going to be immediate, guys. Just look at the history of rookies in Charlotte. I'm not expecting him to be a starter from day one. He may not be a starter by the end of the year. We'd all love it, but he might he might not be, right? So I don't want to put that burden of expectation on Mark Williams when he might not even get that opportunity, right? But I do think he can play his way into being a rotational player. I do think that opportunity presents itself for mark williams can he be a a guy who's getting a solid 15 to 20 minutes a night who's doing good things when he's on the floor no matter for how long can he impress the coaching staff with his effort with his workouts with with the little things that show themselves in the games right because the games are all fun and the games are what we see from the outside but the day-in, day-out grind, right? That's really where you improve as a player, and that's where a guy like Mark Williams, look, I've, I did a, a piece, an article over at Swarm and Sting on his pre-draft process, right, and, and just watching that footage and seeing the way he trains and his commitment to the game of basketball is inspiring. He's a guy who I have no doubts about his intangibles, and he's got the tangibles to back it up. Will it materialize this season? Maybe, maybe not. But I would consider him being a rotational player for the Charlotte Hornets this year to be a success. That means you've hit on that draft pick, getting him there at 15th in the first round. Mark it down, guys. Mark Williams as a rotational piece for the Hornets this year. That will define success for him in his rookie campaign. All right, guys, that wraps it up. For our preview of Mark Williams, let us know what you think. Let us know what you expect out of the Hornets rookie big man. We're excited to watch him this year. A couple news items before we get out of here, guys. Our t-shirt giveaway. You may have seen that on Instagram or on Twitter. T-shirt giveaway. Winner will be announced on Thursday, and the shirt will be sent out on a Friday again. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out. Giving away a 2016 Enter the Swarm t-shirt in celebration of Coach Clifford being back, in celebration of the Hornets, hopefully making a playoff appearance this year for the first time since that 2016 season. You don't want to miss out, guys. Go check that out on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Enter the giveaway for that. And news breaking, guys, just before we recorded this episode, that Leangelo Ball has been signed to the Hornets. Now, the reporting on it, and guys, here's the thing. In my mind, he is not seeing the floor in Charlotte this year. He's going to be a guy in Greensboro again like last year. And to me, this is exactly what happened last year. You sign him, then you waive him, and there's these contractual sort of gymnastics, right? You have to jump through some hoops to maintain the rights to him. And he'll be in Greensboro. You appease LaMelo. You keep the Swarm, you know, to the casual observer, the Swarm just got a lot more interesting with him on the roster, right? And he's a guy who's he, he's shown he can shoot the three ball well. Uh, again, he's not an NBA-level player. I don't know if he ever will be. But I, I can't hate on the move. I mean, it's a publicity move. It's a move to cater to your franchise player. So I, I, don't, I can't hate on that. Like, even if that's all it is, that's still a good thing in my opinion. So take it with a grain of salt, guys. Don't be surprised when they waive him. It's all it's all gymnastics with the contract at this point, and the way the rights to the players work out. It's non-guaranteed one-year deal. So he'll be there in training camp and maybe maybe he just blows their doors off in training camp and, and you know gets a roster spot. But more likely than that is that he'll be in Greensboro with the swarm again next year. So that's just sort of a a move that is not unexpected, but anytime you say Leangelo Ball, you know, Twitter's going to explode and in the general NBA public is going to react accordingly. So just keep that in mind. All right, guys, that wraps it up for this episode of the Bring the Sting podcast as always. Thank you so much for tuning in. To this edition, we'll be back at you on Thursday with our Scotty Lewis preview episode. And quick note on that, guys. I set the schedule for this player preview series before the Dennis Smith Jr. signing. So going to make the executive decision here. That will be a joint Scotty Lewis slash Dennis Smith Jr. episode coming at you on Thursday. So you don't want to miss it. We'll be previewing, again, Scotty Lewis and the newest member of the Hornets, Dennis Smith Jr., our newest member until today with LeAngelo, but you understand what I mean. Dennis Smith Jr. and Scotty Lewis coming at you. Again, that's September the 29th. That's this Thursday. That episode will be released. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the show yet again. We will see you on Thursday. Go Hornets.